Messi has in mind. Messi takes everybody on. Messi has got it! This is the game that is going to be remembered as the Lionel Messi match. 19 years of age, he gets a hat-trick. You can't write a script like this. It's Messi's free kick. Oh, that's a brilliant Lionel Messi goal. That is world-class. That is Messi-class. That's above world-class, Jerry. It's Messi. Oh, what it's a magnificent. You are watching possibly the greatest footballer ever at the absolute peak of his powers. Welcome back to the Go and Match podcast. With the recent news of Lionel Messi now officially leaving Barcelona and not signing a new contract for the Catalan club, I thought this was too much of a historic moment not to do an episode on. We'll be diving into the how, why and what's next for the Barca legend and arguably greatest player of all time. To begin with, we have five fantastic perspectives on the Messi saga. Once these are concluded, I'll be diving into my own personal thoughts on the whole situation alongside stats, potential suitors, my favourite Messi moments and how Barcelona actually ended up in this mess. Now to get the Barcelona perspective, we have Pablo from Barca Universal to give his thoughts on the Messi saga. Well, there we have it. Lionel Messi has officially left Barcelona. Unbelievable news coming out of the club. The official statement was shocking. Today or tomorrow is meant to be the day of Lionel Messi's renewal at Barcelona. He was meant to be officially announced as a new Barcelona player. It was going to be the new contract signed with John Laporta, which was a big part of his campaign as president to renew Lionel Messi. A few hours later, Messi, well, there was a report coming out from Marca saying that Messi was closer to leaving Barcelona than ever. That proved to be true. Official statement from Barcelona, videos of farewells coming out, and now one of the biggest situations in world football, you know, hasn't even come to fruition. So where do we go from here? Look, no one really knows what's going to happen. Tomorrow is a huge, huge day in the history of football, certainly in the history of Barcelona. Everything's still in the air, but right now Messi has left Barcelona. He's no longer a Barcelona player. And this is awful. Laporta is holding a press conference tomorrow. That will cover a lot up, so that will make things clearer. But right now, it feels like a farewell. Right now, even though it could be a power play from Barcelona to say, hey, Tebas, president of La Liga, reduce, you know, the the salary caps that you have, you know, essentially give us more leeway in terms of with our salaries so that we can get Messi on and we can get our new signings on. It could be that sort of power play, but right now, it feels like a farewell. And right now, it feels like one of those awful situations that there's just no real way out of. We've got to wait and see, guys. Why has this come about? Well, Bartomeu's mismanagement at Barcelona. We know how dreadful it was. Laporta came in, tried to, you know, fix this financial situation. Clearly, not yet. Hasn't been able to do so. Also, the, the salaries that Barcelona players are on are absolutely extortionate. Again, that does come down to what Bartomeu gave them. But the likes of Coutinho, Griezmann, uh, Piquet, uh, Jordi Alba, Sergio Alberto, Samuel Umtiti, Miralem Pjanic. You know, you could let, go through the whole squad. The salary is unbelievable. You know, the salary mass of all these guys combined is just something else. It's extortionate. And La Liga and Javier Tebas always said, you're not within the salary cap. You have to be within the salary cap, else you're not fitting our regulations. So what do Barcelona have to do? They had to sell players. They had to reduce salaries. Have we done it? No. So, can Messi stay? No, he can't. And he won't be staying as of now. Horrible situation. What happens next is up in the air. There's still hope Messi can be a Barcelona player next season, but it just became so much more complicated. As of now, he's officially left. I'm sure PSG will be, you know, sneaking around, looking to see what they can do. But you'd imagine they'd only, they'd only really be able to get Lionel Messi if Mbappe was to go to Real Madrid. So that'll be a double whammy, really, for Barcelona fans and all of us coolest, you know, that would be horrible. But as of now, guys, all up in the air. So in terms of my thoughts, you know, obviously devastated. This has been a 
a tragic day, really, for, uh, for Barcelona fans. It was meant to be Messi's renewal day, turned to a disaster day. But there's lots to come. You know, this is going to be a huge, huge game. And hopefully it all works out well for Lionel Messi and for Barcelona. Let's hope, guys. But it's been uh, unbelievable again. So let's see what happens. We now have a very passionate point of view and perspective from Domagoy, from Total Football Analysis and Barca Universal. Hey, Mike. Um, I'm going to try and make this short. But I honestly, I'm still kind of processing the whole thing. It's... Um... It's, it's coming to the point where I'm just sitting here on my sofa. I'm, I'm all distraught. I'm, I'm sipping my whiskey here and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll try and answer your questions now. Um, the first one being on the, um, the why, why, why he's left. And, and I think at the end of the day, it's, it's, it, it comes down to money because it's not that Messi wanted to leave. It's not that Barca wanted to sell Messi, but it was just a matter of balancing the books and not having the finances to to offer him or just re- register him as a, as a Barca player, which is kind of ridiculous to me because why do you go out in, in the market and why do you sign all those players? Even if they're, even if they're free agents that you're signing, you still have to hand them, hand out, hand out the, uh, the, the contracts and you have to sign players. And, and how do you, how, who was the one who decided that it, it was a smart idea to, First sign everyone else and then leave Messi for last when when you're obviously not going to have the finances to do so. Now there's some speculation that this might be a power play by Barca to try and get La Liga um, um, and try try and kind of get them to to budge um, because they know that without Messi, the league kind of loses its value and La Liga are pushing for Barca to drop the the Super League interest while at the same time. Barca and Real Madrid are still trying to force the issue and trying to continue with, with the whole thing and, and organize the Super League. Um, and I'm not sure if you've seen, but there's this whole new deal uh, with La Liga getting a huge injection of money, um, which would be allocated across all the clubs in, in, in the uh, Primera and Segunda División. Uh, however, the it seems that the terms of accepting that deal, accepting that money, money is effectively giving up on the Super League, and it kind of forced Barca to either accept the terms of of La Liga and and the new deal that would give them enough money to sign players, including Messi, but in turn drop the Super League interest, or they proceeded with the Super, the Super League idea and and their own kind of plans for the future but at the same time th- that would mean that they wouldn't have the the money right now to sign Messi so it was effectively a choice between Messi and the Super League which it, and it seems if the reports are to be believed let me get this straight this is this is a major part of this because I'm not sure if this is true or not but the reports seem to suggest that it was a decision between the Super League and Messi um uh, I mean, first, it, it seems like a foolish decision, and it is a foolish decision because how did they allow themselves to get into such a situation in the first place? But at the same time, it is kind of Laporta looking ahead and trying to make a long-term decision over a short-term one. Because let's face it, even if Messi signs until 2026, which was reported to be you know, basically a done deal, 
you're still getting him for about maybe two years, three years tops, and then he would leave. So MLS for me, he would he would go to Argentina, wherever he would he he wants to go. Um, I think it was never really going to be six years. It could have been even less than that, even less than two or three years, because Messi would have the chance to reevaluate his contract at the end of every year. So uh, it was very much a short ter- short term deal if you if you go with Messi. Um, of course, this is no way to to go about the situation. This is no way to kind of say farewell to 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 legends of the club, to the icon of the game. Um, so I'm still waiting to see what happens. There might be some twists and turns. This might not be the end of it, as multiple reports are now suggesting. Multiple reliable reliable journalists are saying that this is just a power play battle report that he's trying to force La Liga's hand. Um, is trying to to make them reconsider. He's trying to make them budge because. There's so much on the table. They stand to lose much more than they stand to gain at this point. We'll see what happens. Um, you asked me about choosing my favorite moment of, with Messi. I, it's, it's it's impossible. I mean, he's one of those players that can make a highlight reel, you know, for any other player. You know, he, he's, his one week of Messi's career, you know, two or three games of Messi's, Messi's week, let's say, uh, will give you a highlight reel that will be worthy of any other player's entire career. You know, it, it, it's, he's just that good. And I think if I were to highlight one thing, I would highlight all the times that I've seen him live. Because let me tell you one thing, even if you watch all the highlights, even if you watch every single game on your television, online, whatever it is, nothing compares to seeing him live. Because when you see him move, on the pitch, in person, uh, from the stands, or whatever, it's it's just it, it it's different, you know. It's it's a different kind of beast, uh, and you see how how magical and how you know how much better he is than everyone else on the pitch. And um, it's kind of a cheesy answer, I know, but at the same time, it's a cheesy question. How do you choose a, a favorite moment when when there's a sea of moments? Every single game is a new highlight uh, in Lionel Messi's career. So. Now from the Man City side of things, we have Harry Siddle from City Extra. So, that really did happen. After 18 magical years, the greatest player to ever play the game, Lionel Messi, has left Barcelona. So what's next for the little magic man? I've been asked to give Manchester City's perspective on the whole saga. First of all, Manchester City are well and truly interested in Lionel Messi. In 2016, they tried to make it happen. It didn't work. And last year in 2020, they tried to make it happen. It didn't work. This year's a bit different, but I'll go into that. City are obviously interested in the greatest player on earth. Who wouldn't be? He infinitely raises the profile of the club through his market ability, but most of all because of his ability with a football. Manchester City, of course, also on the lookout for an attacker, whether that be a false nine or an actual centre forward. Most of the headlines have been dominated by Tottenham Hotspur captain Harry Kane and his recent hiatus from Tottenham training ground, although he has gone back on that right uh, as we speak. Um, so Lionel Messi now definitely comes into the conversation with Manchester City. Um, it, it's hard to say that, you know, as a lifelong supporter of the club, you know, the, the players that we used to be linked with and the players that we're linked with now, it's weird to say that the, one of the greatest players ever would be probably interested in joining City. But of course, the main pull in that sense is is Pep Guardiola and him working with him in the past. His his time at Barcelona, them two together, was magical, and obviously I I imagine Messi might want a reunion of that at Manchester City with Pep Guardiola committing to another two years earlier in the season. 
Now, as much as I do want to get excited about Lionel Messi possibly moving to Manchester City, I, I don't think this year is is a year where Manchester City will be able to do this deal. I think last year there was definitely figures put in place by the City board and offers made to Messi. And of course, when he committed to Barcelona for that year, it was always going to go. Uh, Manchester City were going to go and move on to other targets and that other target being Harry Kane. In my opinion, Manchester City simply cannot afford to miss out on a striker if they want to be challenging for the title next season. Of course, last season we saw Pep Guardiola adapt his ways without the use of a, a recognised striker, introducing the false nine system with the likes of Raheem Sterling, Phil Foden and De Bruyne uh, thriving in sort of positions, but it sort of felt like a short-term fix rather than a long-term fix. But, of course, Lionel Messi is probably one of the best false nines ever, so that could be an option. But I really and truly think Pep Guardiola wants a strict number nine, and if trying to pursue a deal for Lionel Messi hampers our attempts at, at getting a striker like Harry Kane, I, I definitely think that we will go for, for Kane over Messi, which sounds bizarre, I know. So, at the end of the day, does Lionel Messi move to Manchester City? I'd probably say not. Um, of course, the odds are stacked in Paris Saint-Germain's favour at the moment. Um, I do think that there will be conversations internally held at Manchester City in terms of uh, if they could possibly make a deal happen. Obviously, they've got strong uh, Catalan connections here with even the directors of football that used to be at Barcelona in Tiki Bagiristain and, and Fran Soriano. So there is obviously opportunities for Messi there. But the pure numbers and money involved, considering Manchester City have just spent a red club record and Premier League record £100 million on Jack Grealish, would be probably difficult this summer for Manchester City and probably comes at probably the, a bad time for them, considering I think every time Messi has become sort of available, City have been there. Um, but it will definitely be interesting to see how this pans out in the next couple of weeks, especially as Harry Kane has returned to Tottenham Hotspur training. It depends how you want to see the Harry Kane scenario. Does his statement and his return to Tottenham training fulfil a commitment to, to staying on? Or is it uh, an opportunity for Kane to go in and discuss to leave you face-to-face the, the sort of gentleman's agreement, I say that in, in inverted commas, that he made to, to leave if Tottenham hadn't progressed? Um, if Manchester City turn around and Tottenham aren't willing to negotiate, then City will probably have to move on to other targets in that attacking area and what better target than the greatest player that's that's ever lived. Uh, and I'm sure with the, the connections he's had, they could possibly make it happen. It's just very time sensitive at the moment because, you know, PSG look like the, the, the thrashing out a deal as quick as possible with, you know, all the connections, of course, he has there with his former teammates and, and international teammates. So for Manchester City at the moment, I would say it's probably not possible at the moment, but it's certainly one to keep an eye on if the Harry Kane saga develops badly for City. Next up, we've got a great insight from Matt Addison from the Liverpool Echo. So Lionel Messi leaving Barcelona then. To be honest, I'm still not 100% convinced that he will go. I think he's obviously so valuable not just to Barcelona, but to Spanish football as well. I think you know, certainly from the statement that Barca put out on Thursday night, it, it kind of feels like they're pushing for La Liga and, and the authorities to sort of give them a bit of leeway in terms of the wages. And I don't think it can be completely ruled out that they might change the rules. They might find a way to keep him because... Look, if, if Lionel Messi leaves Spanish football, it's not just Barcelona that's impacted, it's it's the whole league, it's the whole franchise, the television deal, all of those sorts of things come into it. And, you know, particularly at, at, at a time like this, you know, we've seen plenty of, of clubs struggling for money and I think Lionel Messi doesn't just impact Barca, it, it impacts everyone. But uh, 
yeah, if he does leave, um, it will almost certainly be Paris Saint-Germain, which again is is interesting in itself. It, it opens up so many sort of storylines and, and that sort of thing in terms of, of where he might go, what might happen. I think PSG is particularly interesting because supposedly Neymar is, is pushing for the transfer, pushing for that to, to happen and, and for Messi to, to join up with him again. But I think part of the reason that Neymar left Barcelona to begin with was kind of to, to escape his shadow and he's not really done that properly yet. He's not won the Ballon d'Or and, and done that sort of career path that, that he would have wanted. So Messi going over there, obviously, it makes PSG better. It, it would make them, I think, Champions League favourites and, and that would be really interesting. But from Neymar's perspective, and I suppose you, you want the best players around you, but I can sort of see him not being maybe as happy as, as what's been painted so far. But look, obviously, looking at it from a, a Liverpool perspective, I think Paris Saint-Germain would almost be the best-case scenario. If he does leave, you don't want to see him go to, to Manchester City. I think Jack Grealish and Harry Kane are probably going to make it hard enough to compete with them. And Lionel Messi, obviously, is just on another level. Paris Saint-Germain would obviously have him for, for the Champions League and, and that sort of thing, but I don't think it would make a huge difference in the French League. Lille obviously took the title off them last season, but they're going to have to sell a lot of players. I think this would purely be for, for Champions League purposes, and Liverpool, of course, have beaten Barcelona with, obviously, Lionel Messi in that team, so there's no reason to say that that couldn't again happen with Paris Saint-Germain. So, yeah, look, it's it's a weird one. If he does leave, it will be really weird to, to see him anywhere else. He's always been all about Barcelona. Barcelona have always been about him, and I think they will really, really struggle without him. It's going to be interesting to see if he does leave, what sort of happens with, with them over the next few years, that the rest of the squad isn't as strong as, as what it used to be. I think he was, well, of course he was. He, he would be anywhere, um, very much a, a talismanic figure for them. So... Yeah, you imagined he'd stay there for life. I know he's spoken about going to America at some point and, and things like that. I don't think that's going to happen just yet. I think he's still got sort of three or four years at, at least at the top level. If he does go to PSG, as I say before, it, it sort of would make them automatic Champions League favourites. It, it, it's not the most romantic of stories. I think you know, you, you'd sort of like to see him stay at, at Barcelona, but at the same time, you'd like to sort of think that their finances could be in a bit of a, a better position. It's almost a, a little bit arrogant, I think, from them to, to go out and spend all of this money on wages for new players this summer. And obviously then what has happened now with, with Messi, they're getting punished for it. But it sort of felt like they thought that there would be a loophole, that an exception would be made for them. And it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. It, it's still a possibility. We have to, to sort of wait and see. But yeah, it's it's the end of an era, put it that way. There's, there's just been so many good moments from him. It, it would be impossible to to pick out just, just one or two, really. Um, every single goal, every single you know pass. I think his passing is, is hugely underrated. For me, you know, he's he's always been the, the best player in the world over the last few years. I think Cristiano Ronaldo on the odd occasion has been slightly ahead of him, but to do it and, and have the longevity of, of what he's had at the same time as, as Cristiano Ronaldo. I almost feel sorry for Ronaldo in the end, in any other period of, of time, really. He'd be outright the best player in the world. But for me, it's always been messy. Um, I'll be slightly disappointed to, to see him leave Barcelona. But at the same time, it's it's a new challenge for him. It's It's an opportunity to go and prove himself again somewhere else and, and maybe he did have to leave Barcelona and, and do it somewhere else and maybe win the Champions League 
with a different team and a different set of players, PSG will certainly give him a chance of, of doing that. And if he does go there and he does do that, maybe that just cements him for me as, as one of the, the best players of all time, certainly, and for me, the best outright. So, yeah, I think there's there's plenty still to run in this story. It's it's certainly you know the, the start of it rather than the end, but it's uh, it's certainly going to be one to watch out for. And yeah, fingers crossed it, it's not England that he comes from a Liverpool perspective. I think PSG probably just about um, the best case scenario. And with our final perspective, we have Phil McCulloch from Football Babble. Hi, Mike. Uh, Philip here from the Football Babble podcast. Um, all the way over in very murky and grey and wet and cold Ireland. Uh, on the Messi situation, um, it looks likely now, was it? It was about 12 o'clock uh, uh, on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, it looks like he is going to go to PSG. That looks almost confirmed. My thoughts on it? I kind of want to see what happens when he goes to PSG. I'm a bit excited about it to see how himself uh, and Neymar, Di Maria and Mbappe get on. Not sure if Mbappe is going to stick around anyway um, at PSG. I don't think he wants to stick around next year or sign a new deal. So maybe PSG are just thinking, let's get Messi in now while we have the chance and let's go for it. Of course, Qatari owners getting Messi in. And he's going to be able to play in France, where it is not as competitive, per se. Um, probably not need to play every league game, so he can be rested. And then we have a Qatari World Cup coming up, which will be Messi's last hurrah, you'd have thought, with Argentina. And he has at the minute now, for once, um, well, since the 2014 World Cup anyway, a really good Argentina side built around him. Uh, one that looks like they will be quite the force at the Qatari World Cup. So, I think... For Messi personally, it's obviously a brilliant move. He's going to get paid a lot of money. He's going to play and live in Paris. He's going to play alongside Neymar and his mates from the Argentinian squad and Di Maria and Paredes. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to see how it goes. Hopefully, as a Liverpool fan, we don't get them in the Champions League. Because <laughs> uh, as much as I love the Liverpool boys and that Liverpool defence with Alisson, I don't really want to see them go up against uh, PSG's front line or... Of course, Gino Wijnaldum and, and PSG's midfield. So, I'm happy enough about it. I know people have been giving off the scene today as well. Some journalists have been saying about him, maybe he should be doing it for free. I don't go along with that. Um, about doing it for free, Messi's earned the right to earn whatever footballer's getting paid now. He's the greatest of all time, in my opinion. So, he's going to go and get that money in Paris and enjoy himself. Um, so, yeah, it be interesting to see what everybody else on the podcast thinks and everyone different opinions, but... I am excited about the prospect of him playing uh, at PSG underneath Pochettino in that Paris Saint-Germain squad. Now to dive into my own thoughts on the Messi saga. I suppose firstly it's best to gain an understanding of how Barca got into this position with him. And it starts with the previous president and the board, who's made nothing short of a financial car crash of a situation for the new president Laporta to clean up. Obviously the Covid situation's not helped, but that's no excuse when every other club is in the same boat. Alongside that, the fall of the Super League, which Barca was so reliant on. But the wage structure implemented by Barca, when you look at the figures, it's catastrophic. So it's believed in July it was agreed of Messi and Barca on a five-year contract, but Messi will be paid for two years across the five-year period, which would accommodate with financial fair play, and this seemed to be agreed with both parties. However, as then heavily reported, the deal then collapsed due to regulations with La Liga and financial fair play. 
This would not be possible even though Barca were confident with the structure of the deal and that this would suffice. So I suppose if you want the analogy, it's almost a relationship of when you've had a girlfriend for years and you know the parents don't like her, but finally she has to listen to them and she sacks you off. Some believe this is still a power play to get La Liga to budge on their regulations and a massive game of bluff, but only time will tell with that. Now I just want to throw some stats up here on Messi's career at Barca. Lionel Messi has won 35 trophies with Barcelona, 36.4% of all the trophies Barca have won in their 122-year history. Messi scored 671 goals and assisted another 267 in 778 games, meaning he directly contributed to 9% of all goals in the history of Barcelona. With a record six Ballon d'Ors to his name, he is, in my own personal opinion, the greatest of all time. And just on that as well, I wanted to share my own personal experience seeing him live at the new Camp in 2016 against Sevilla. I was just fixated on Messi the entire 90 minutes. It's actually fascinating watching him live compared to on TV because the TV, for obvious reasons, doesn't show you the entirety of Messi throughout the match. But he literally just strolls through the pitch and walks around and allows defenders to mark him. But as soon as that ball is within his vicinity, he springs into life out of nowhere and just makes something happen. That calmness and aura he has as a footballer is not something I'm sure we'll see again anytime soon. And I just add to that that there seems to be this growing, you know, let's have a laugh at Barcelona's financial situation from other fan bases, which seems to be more of a jealousy of how successful they've been over the years. We've got to feel sorry for them fans. You know, they love that club just as much as any of us love our own. Seeing the videos and the images of some of their fans outside the new camp crying holding Messi shirts, he really is their icon and one of their own, coming from La Masse at such a young age. Not only is Messi being this figure point at every Barcelona team over the years, and the captain, but he also carries his weight over his own country, which you could see how much that meant to him winning the Copa America in the summer. He must have had so much pressure being likened to the late Maradona, and it couldn't have been easy for him, even if he is Lionel Messi. That's a heavy burden to hold. Listening to his press conference there and he reiterates that Barcelona's his home. He's been there the last 21 years and you can see the emotion on his face. That was a really difficult watch with his kids and his wife in the front row and it just signals how much Barcelona really does mean to him. And finally going forward, what does the future hold for Messi? As the report suggests, it seems he's close to joining PSG and linking up with his old teammate and friend Neymar. Seems the only plausible team that can really now afford him with those wages and expectations of winning silverware. The only other realistic option was Man City, but with the new arrival of Jack Grealish and a potential another one of the incoming of Harry Kane, that doesn't really seem viable now. A front three of Mbappe, Neymar and Messi is pretty scary, but I suppose a question on the lips of all football fans is, are people going to lose respect now for Messi by going to PSG? I suppose it's a very arguable question, but I can understand him moving there personally. Will he do a few seasons in Paris and then move on to the MLS or to his boyhood club Newell Old Boys in Argentina, as he suggested in the past? Possibly so. Either way, as a neutral to this whole situation, it is a real shame to see Messi leave, especially under these circumstances. Barca's motto is Messi and club, meaning more than a club, and I suppose they've stood by that in the instance by putting the club's interest first before any players. But will they regret past decisions? Only time will tell. Thanks for listening. This was something a little bit different, but we hope you've enjoyed it and found it insightful. 
If you have enjoyed this, please let us know or provide any feedback you can. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, all that go in the match. And please leave a review and a five-star rating.